0: Welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Ronan, and today I'm joined by HSO Solution Director and Durham lad, Dan Snowden. In today's podcast, we discuss why being a jack-of-all-trades isn't such a bad thing, and how having a blended workforce is actually a significant benefit to the employer, the workers themselves, and most importantly, the end customer who you are supporting. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Pepsi Max. Good boy. Rock climbing or abseiling? Absolutely neither. (laughs) (laughs) Can't think of anything less that I would want to do, really, other than maybe fly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not a fan of heights, I guess.
1: It's not necessarily just the heights; it's probably the falling. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, The Beatles or the Stones? Uh, That's a tough one, really, because I I like music generally, but I would probably have to say The Beatles if I was going to pick one. Yeah, I think most
0: people would say that. I would go with The Stones. I think there's more hits there. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, good choice. Jack of all trades or master of one?
1: Well, in the the role that I am, I would probably go down more the route of jack of all trades. um, Okay, interesting. Because, you know, the... There's an ability of being able to understand the platform in its whole entirety, and obviously, in in a role that, like myself, then a jack of all trades helps. But you know, sometimes you can undermine your value by not having a mastery in one of them. Yeah,
0: indeed, and and that's what we're kind of talking about here is the is the idea behind or the value behind having a blended workforce when particularly in field service. Um, so I guess the, the, the first question for me is why is having kind of a blended workforce of multiple people with multiple skills of value and benefit to a field service organisation?
1: Well, I think firstly, it, it's important to point out that it's not just about the benefit of the field service organisations anymore. It's about the benefits to the people who are going to be your resources as well. Okay. Um, it's a, It's a mutually beneficial approach to in, introduce blended workforce. Um, Not just because of the flexibility that people want nowadays with other commitments with regards to families and mental health and all of these sorts of factors that obviously are becoming more and more in the public eye. Um, But in terms of an organisation's perspective, it means that they can offer the customer a cheaper, more efficient, quicker response to the service as well.
0: And has the pandemic kind of heightened perhaps the necessity to have more of a blended workforce? because. You know, people are um, uh, whatever they 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 back home. They're isolating, um, so you're mm-hmm. having to rely on different people for different roles that require different skills, perhaps what they have built
1: up. So, it, has the pandemic kind of made it more of a requirement? I suppose. I think it's important to understand that it was going to happen anyway. I think, mm-hmm. but what what the pandemic has done is accelerated the process quite substantially. So similar to the way that everybody had to transition to working from home and and t- technologies such as Microsoft Teams, you know, accelerated massively through organisations. The adoption of blended workforce, although it might have been more of a longer term goal, has had to has had to accelerate in the same way and what's the values then for an individual there because I
0: always I would have always said um if, before this kind of these types of conversations we said having a mastery in one particular skill will lend itself better to you in the longer term um so as an individual then why is it great to have kind of a, a, a blended set of skills that you can apply to different things
1: yeah well, it, it's it when we talk about blended workforce it's not just about the the skill set that the person has it's about the type of resource that that person is as well so it's about mixing the directly employed labor force with the people who um spin up and spin out of, of being a bit available to an organization at different times okay. so you're thinking of like the long lines of the gig economy um yeah. and one of the the major benefits to people in the gig economy is that they then take control and, and are able to choose the work that they do and the times that they work and yeah. the uh and, and that can make them feel more empowered because the work that they're doing is enjoyable, it's in their comfort zone in terms of their skill sets. Um, and, and yeah, it can be really empowering for them. It gives them choice and flexibility. They are masters Absolutely. of
0: their own kind of destiny sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and from a customer's perspective, so, so the people being served, how does um, being served by a more blended workforce help
1: them ultimately? <laughs> It increases the efficiency of the service, ultimately, is is the aim of it, um, because it can mean that the organization who is providing the resource is able to give you options in terms of the person who is closest versus the person who is the more expensive or the cheapest resource in terms of what the company needs to cover the cost of and what the customer needs to pay the company for. So it, it's that efficiency versus flexibility that provides benefits all around.
0: OK, and how do you create one? Well, it sounds like a weird question, but how do you create a blended workforce? So there's certain things, attributes you should be looking for in
1: individuals. Is there something? How do you build this up so you've got it set? The traditional employment methods don't change in terms of your direct labour force. So if you're going to go down a true blended workforce approach and you're going to have your direct workers, then you know, you're know you still going to be doing all of the same HR activities that you would ordinarily do, you're going to be checking out the skill sets, you're going to be coming to an agreement on terms of contracts, and you're then going to have that person employed, you know, through probation periods and then uh, for for the foreseeable future, doing all of the things like appraisals that you would expect to do. With the other half of that blended workforce and the, the gig economy type workers, it's a much more transactional and fluid approach. You will have regular intervals where you will review their performance. You could even do it at the end of every job that they undertake. You could incorporate um, feedback capabilities within any software that you develop to make sure that the customer always has that ability to provide you with data about how that person is performing. And that it's a much more transactional and fluid approach. So
0: the individuals then in this gig economy that have more skills and potentially uh, more ways that they can serve your customers, so I think you alluded to this earlier. Are we moving towards
1: this uh, blended uh, workforce? Do you think this is where we're headed? Yeah, I mean, if you think about all of the services online, the, the apps that you can download on your phone that cover a lot of the things that you look for every day in terms of um, getting work done in your house or travelling from one place to another um, or getting food delivered, you know. Um, yeah. A lot of it is based on people who just tell the app that they've come online they'll then pick up the jobs that they get prompted to pick up it's on a first come first served basis they can then you know carry out that work and there's then that whole feedback process how did that person do and and it's a, an ongoing loop so i do see in certain industries that it is going to become the norm um but it doesn't take away from the fact that you are there's there's always going to be industries or uh, organizations within certain industries that do need to have a, an option of both
0: Finding workers with 20 years of experience with precisely the skill set you need would ordinarily be a tall order, but a blended workforce makes it simpler. The gig economy allows you to supplement an internal workforce with third party workers to scale up quickly to serve the needs of your customers. A blended workforce also allows you to scale up and down as demand dictates, meaning project cost is easier to manage and profit margins less at risk. The pandemic has really highlighted the need for flexibility and a blended workforce may be just what you need. On that note, thanks for listening, take care of yourselves and do continue to check out www.hso.com forward slash dynamics matters for more episodes.